Welcome back, my friends, to the Swiss Power IT Leader. Share the insight. Wait, wait, wait. Player <laughs> one or something? What happened here, my friends? Where's Howard? Like, right where's Howard? Howard? But I, I kind of have to go back and watch Ready Player One now just to see if maybe they had a prototype <laughs> Apple Vision like dummy device that they use because it looks pretty similar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so hopefully this this uh, podcast episode doesn't age terribly poorly because this device is brand new. But yeah. And if you're audio only, you have no idea what's happening. That's true. That's true. If you're audio only, what you don't know is uh, I, Howard, am wearing the Apple Vision Pro on the podcast. I picked it up. It was released on Friday, and I was able to pick mine up on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You wait in line? You had to, uh, I had an appointment. Physically? I see. Um, I, I do have to say, of all the technology I've ever picked up, this one, this one had a really interesting kind of experience to it. Um, you can register to do a demo. It's it's free. You don't have to buy anything. Um, and they they um, fit you for the Apple Vision Pro, and then you kind of put it on, and they walk you through a demo. And what's cool is they do a screen share, so they have an iPad, and they can see exactly what you can see to help you kind of walk through it. Um, and it gives you a really nice little intro um, before you take the device. You know, before you buy the device and take the device home, obviously. So so you kind of leave understanding how to walk through everything, um, even to the point where you, ex you, you kind of by default expect more complexity from the device, right? And so part of it is, yeah, calm down. It's much more intuitive than you think. Just chill. I see. You know so I mean? it's regular Apple product. So it's saying. so yeah, so it's a regular Apple product. It connects via Bluetooth? Uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So is it a full computer? Is it like having an iPhone? So it's it's think about it like having an iPad, an M1 iPad on your um on your face. <laughs> Here's your description. I mean, but that's what it is, right? That's what the hard part is. But in fairness, it's an iPad mini. It's an iPad micro. In fairness. <laughs> right. Um it's actually I, I think it's really neat. Like it's got it's got forward facing cameras, right? So so like I said, right now I'm not I'm not screen sharing inside the Apple Vision Pro. I'm just looking through it at my screen. Right. Right. Um, I'm wearing the headphones. Headphones are connected to my desktop computer, which is where I do all my streaming from. Um, and then I have oh, an overlay over that of the uh, augmented reality that is the the Apple Vision Pro. So you're in ski goggle mode. I'm in ski goggle mode. Um, That's the official title. One of the better YouTube videos that I saw on it was actually from, I think, a Wall Street Journal reporter who took it skiing. Like she, she said, in order to do this justice, like I have to find the right environment, and so she went and stayed at a Airbnb for a, a ski and ski out Airbnb for a week. Right, which nice. the very first thing I thought was, man, I need that budget. <laughs> Sorry for testing purposes right. only. Um, but it, but but she actually gave uh, like a pretty thorough review. She wore it for for almost twenty four hours straight, other than just sleeping. Right, so like eleven a.m. to eleven a.m. kind of thing. Minus the the time to sleeping, it was a really it was a really good review of like what it's like to use the device. And while skiing, was she had like Pete, you know, picture in picture and a little Netflix on the top, a little. I don't, I don't, navigation I don't, I don't think so, but that would have been pretty awesome. Chatting with friends, that would have been pretty it's awesome. a whole immersive experience while you're skiing. Um, uh, so, so what's interesting to me, most interesting to me about this is, uh, I keep calling back to. Um, the Steve Jobs iPad keynote, mm. right? Where he said the iPad is nothing by itself. 
the goal is to have the hardware disappear into the app. So when you have an ebook reader up, it's a book. When you have a um, a Word document up, it's a word processor. When you have a web browser up, it's a web, you know, if Safari app is a web browser. And when you have a game up, it's a video game console. The goal was to make the hardware disappear into the app. Um, and I have to say, I think that carries true with this thing on my face in that we're still in like, just like when the iPhone was released and there was no copy and paste. You, I don't know if you remember back in those yeah. days. It, it really like it, it was a beautiful piece of hardware. It was a wonderful device. It was a it was the best kind of phone thing with a web browser on it at the time. Right, the multi mm -hmm. the best multifunction device. It wasn't the best phone by any means. It, it dropped right. calls like crazy, but but it it really took the ecosystem to build iPhone into the powerhouse that it is today. Mm. Right, um, it took the ecosystem to build the iPad into the useful thing that it is today. And I think the Apple Vision Pro is in the same place, but it's it's, it's significantly worse. Because, well, it's starting at a worse. Place. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, it's not logical to think about how to build an app for something like this, right? Right. It, it's it's rather illogical to to go. We're at this transformational tipping point of um, fundamentally altering the way I interface with technology. Fundamentally altering, altering the way I interface with with my computer. How do I think about it differently, and yet in a way that allows me to transition what I did yesterday to what I what I what I need to do for tomorrow? Very similar to kind of the future of LLMs, right? As we look at the ability to communicate with a computer using English or whatever your language is, right? The the language that you natively speak. How does that change how you interface with your computer? Are you going to continue? Like, are we going to go back to the command line? And everything gets launched from a launcher rather than have to like find the icon that's appropriate for the thing that you want to do. Right. Um, Would you say this was just as significant, more significant or less significant than let's say Apple watch where it also didn't have the ecosystem of apps. It also was a new way of thinking about the thing on your wrist. Sure. I would say far yeah. more significant. Far more um, because ultimately the Apple Watch, if you did nothing, like I don't really run squat for apps on the Apple Watch. I'm a terrible Apple Watch user. And, and you just use it for timekeeping. Uh, well, I use it, I use it as a watch, but I also use it for notif notifications are the most valuable thing because it, it yeah. keeps my phone out of my hands when I'm when I'm in the midst of something. And I'm so used to having an IT operations role, right? It, it was always okay, something down, okay, something down, okay, something okay. down. And this way with the watch, I can just go, yeah, that's an ignored message. Yeah, that's an ignored message. Um, you know, on the other, on the, on the other hand, when I'm in a meeting with, with, especially like a vendor or something, every time I look at my watch, they speed up a little bit thinking I'm running out of time. So there's the added advantage of that. Every time I get a notification, they speed up a little bit because they think they're running out of time. Um, it's, it's weird. My, my, my wife uses it exclusively for finding her phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most expensive wearable <laughs> find my phone app I've ever invested. Oh, that's hilarious. Do you pay, do you pay with yours, Howard? Like I don't, but I don't really. I very seldom use Apple Pay. It's just not something I find to be overly convenient. My wallet sticks to the back of my phone, okay. and so that tends to be what I do. Um, but you have used it for Disney. Uh, I have. I have Magic Band. Yep, I I used Magic Band like crazy. Um, I mean, I used Apple Pay to buy this thing. Um, I, I use it from time to time. It's just never become my default. And it, you know, so, so like, it's, it's really, I, I do find it weird. There are some ways I'm an extreme Luddite and that <laughs> paper money. And that's like, all. I still pull out my credit card and 
like I'll tap by default. Like I, I still do that, but but you know, I, I just don't think to open wallet. And I look like a moron when I'm trying to do it because I'm like, oh wait, how does this work? I click and then I touch. No, no, I gotta click again and then I touch. No, crap, I gotta look at my face, then I right and I, I just i always feel like an idiot versus the credit card i just go tap and it works right so so if you think about all those advancements and if you remember i remember when the first iphone came out executives uh make this thing work with our corporate environment yeah and it was like it doesn't work like you make it work or you're resume generating event one of those right. things right, right right you make it work or why do i have you yeah. So now that you have used it for what about three days? Uh, this would be day two. Okay. So any IT functionality that probably executives may start looking and, and going to their IT team and say, "Make this thing work with our environment." Has it incorporated into your mobile device management uh, yeah. in your Active Directory? No. Um, where I actually think it's going to be interesting is anything you want to be private. Like this is one hundred percent private inside my mask. Right. Sure. And if I take my MacBook Pro and I set it down and I flip the MacBook Pro open, this thing will automatically notice it. It's it's part of the, the Apple magic features. It will notice it and then blank the screen and the screen shows up inside here. Mm, right? that's cool. So that means sitting on an airplane, sitting in a coffee shop, I have the greatest privacy screen ever. Right. I saw a couple of people like saying, I'm going to edit a video on my Apple Vision Pro and they were showing that they have like this gigantic screen. But it's like, six or seven feet down the road i'm like if i'm editing a video i need the monitor closer oh, no. to me you can move it right. you can move it within three inches of your face like you okay. can move it you can move it so that you're doing this the whole time right <laughs> right it can be as obnoxious as you want it to be i will also say like watching a 3d movie in this um i watched monsters versus aliens the animated film on hbo Max. yeah um they had the 3d version and and it was so wonderfully subtle it just added this beautiful depth, depth and dimension in various parts of the of the film. Um, I think things like that, uh, you know, are a really, really showcase some of the amazing parts of the technology. At the same time, they have no business value whatsoever, right? And and this is a very. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the what's the negatives? Well, it's a, it's a thirty five hundred dollar movie screen, right? Right, and if that's all you use it for, it's a little problematic. It's also, like I said, we're at version one. Of the operating system 1.02 right right 1.0.2 i guess more appropriately and there are little things like every every screen every app that you run as a screen right and so you pin them but they're pinned yeah. they don't walk with you mm. right so if you want to get up and walk around you actually have to grab the app you want to take with you and then walk while you like carry it wow. keep it pinched while you walk and then when you release it it's pinned and the first time you stand up and walk through your application it's a little weird Right, because it just continues to come closer to you, and then you feel like like your brain goes, "There's an object there you're going to bump into," and then you pass through it. It's 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 weird, right. but it would be nice if you carry like if you could literally carry it with you, if you could like mm. like these are the things like I want to keep messages always here, and I don't know music always here, and then those should move with me, and they and nothing moves with you, right? Um, little things like I'm sitting on the couch watching that movie, and I'm petting the dog. And because you know, I pet the dog like this, it thinks I'm pinching, which is how you activate the the push a button. And so it's constantly has the controls for the movie popping up. And at one point, I skipped ahead 25 minutes and went, "Wait, what just happened? I don't know what was going on." 
right? So there's little little bugs that I, I still think, you know, ultimately need to get worked out. Um, there is a little bit of the screen door effect when you're looking at a screen and turn your head, right? Um, it's not bad by any means, but it's also not reality, right? And how long can you reasonably keep it on your face? Um, I did about three and a half hours yesterday. I'm, I'm coming up on probably two and a half, three hours right now. And it feels fine. Um, I know there's a lot of complaints about the weight. Yeah, I don't understand it. I, I'm not experiencing any issues from the weight. I don't find it to be uncomfortable. Um, you know, I, you know, batteries in my pocket. I got I got to think after a while, sweat and dirt mixing, and then you gotta clean it because it feels gross in your face, greasy on your face. Um, I I would imagine, right? Um, yeah. The the light seal is fitted to the individual, hmm. right? So it, it does mean that it's not going to be great to hand it to someone else and tell them to put it on. Right. Um, Apple only supports a guest mode, so someone else can try it. But it doesn't right. support multiple users, which I think is a real shame. Interesting. Because it is $3,500. And does that mean everyone in your house needs to spend $3,500? I don't know if that's a, I think that's a ridiculous and ask. Um, so that was similar to when the Oculus and the Oculus 2, that you could only have one profile and was connected to your Facebook profile. Correct. Um, and yeah. one of the problems that I had with mine was that because I use glasses, I needed to order a specific lens to put inside. Right. Mm -hmm. Can you use your glasses with you those? You cannot. You, they have Zeiss lenses that go inside, or you wear contacts, right? And so here, this is going to look almost as strange. Yep. Because I'm also not wearing glasses, right? And yeah, yeah. and you can see that you know you can obviously see the, the indentation. indentation on my skin here. Right? Yeah. Um, but I. You know, it, it has all of the good and bad about being an early mover, right? You've adopted new technology, great, right? But you've adopted new technology. So, mm -hmm. you know, you have to deal with the bugs. You have to deal with the, you know, you have to deal with the, the social aspects, right? Of of kind of being the next generation of the glass hole. Right? Um, <laughs> and, well, I was, I was one of those, right? I had Google Glass. I still have it somewhere here somewhere in my the art the computer archive that is my house or the technology archive that is my house um and you know version two is going to be a significant upgrade there's no two ways about it right they're going to make significant improvements like they always do uh the big difference is you know we went through the phones we went through the watches we went through the ipads right we've seen how kind of that evolves those form factors were pretty set and so you wouldn't feel bad about skipping a generation or two or three or four, right? I knew people that went from iPhone three to iPhone six to iPhone 11. And they were right. perfectly happy with that. This device, as expensive as it is, is likely to be one where you're going to want the new one that comes out when it comes out because the 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 improvements are likely to be um, extraordinary. They're likely to be rather insane. They're going to need a way better recycling program. They're going to need a so way better trading program. Yeah. Right. Are the apps running in the device or yeah. in your phone? No, nope, it doesn't connect to your phone at all. It is completely independent. Oh, so does he have a cell plan also? No, no. Uh, oh. Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. 
Okay. Um, and like I said, it is basically uh, the M1 iPhone hardware running in in the handset, the headset. Mm. Okay. So then you mentioned that this is an enhancement, and if we compare it to LLMs, that are helping you interact with computers in a different way. For even two days, how do you see this comparing? Like, can you do something better in that device? Or can you think about how to integrate both of them? Well, what I, what I think is going to be really interesting is like, even today, there are little things like the killer app right now is kitchen timers. <laughs> kitchen What's that? Timers. I know it sounds ridiculous. It's exactly what it sounds like. Walk into your kitchen, set a pot on the stove, put an eight minute timer hovering over the pot on the stove, right. start a saucepan with a six minute timer and put a 32 minute timer on your stove, on your oven. Right. Right. Turn to your turn to your refrigerator where you have pinned a note that has your shopping list on top of your refrigerator. Right. Right. So a kitchen timer that I can buy in the dollar store. Correct. Correct. That I can buy four for four dollars. Yes. And I'm gonna buy a thirty six hundred dollar device. It's really for... hard to explain. <laughs> Until you use it. I mean, I don't use it. I have kitchen timers too. I don't use them. I use my phone or my watch. Right. Yeah. Or just the clock. <laughs> Who, it's no, currently nobody. four o'clock. I have 10 minutes. You obviously don't cook. We need it to go beep, 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 beep. beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stare at the clock going 11 minutes. No, you look at it for so often. No, I can, I can see a, a corporate use for that. You're in a meeting. <laughs> And you know the person that talks the most on a meeting? You put a clock on top of that person's head. And you go when it beeps, he's like, oh, your time is up. Everybody has a shot yeah. clock. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I, again, we're, we're still at the infancy phase, right? When, when the iPhone came out, um, you had the apps on the phone and really nothing else, right? And I remember going from that to the 3GS or th the 3G, I yeah. mean. And stand, I stood in line for both of them, right? And the first line was kind of goofy, right? None of us really knew what was happening. We were all had this excitement, but we hadn't touched a device. The 3G was was a far better line because we all started we had games and stuff, and so we all started playing games in line. Right. And I remember I remember standing in line and for the first time ever playing poker with four people standing in line, right? And doing doing that interactive pieces like that. And I think this is likely to be the same thing, right? You're gonna for version two. You're going to have people that have had it and understand it and 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 are now part of the ecosystem looking to upgrade. And then you have new people entering into an, e an established ecosystem. And today there's no established ecosystem. You know, well, it would be interesting will be when the Oculus came out, there were only apps in the Oculus. And Correct. then they open it so you can then, let's say my kid was streaming his whatever games from Steam yep. with a cable. Uh, he needed a cable, but at least he was able to then expand beyond right. the different things. Right. Do they mention anything like that? Because that would be interesting. So you can run Moonlight on the Apple Vision Pro. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know what Moonlight is, you can run um, uh, Steam Remote. What is the Steam streaming thing called? Steam. Well, no, it's it's called something else. It's and anyways, you can stream Steam games from your your Steam library on your PC. To the Apple to the Apple Vision Pro headset, hmm. you can you can play PS PlayStation Plus and stream Xbox games to it. Um, you can use Moonlight, which is which is a, a PC based streaming service. So th so there are all kinds of ways to do that. Now they're not 3D, 
you're effectively mm -hmm. looking at a monitor inside the Apple Vision Pro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right? right. But, but the future holds that they will be 3D, that they will be able to be immersive, right? right. And you'll be able to move through a 3D space. Um, but right now, the games don't exist. Can you create a different size screen? Because oh, I yeah. You can you can drag and, and grow the screen, and it can be, you know, you're looking left to right and up, up and down, which drives me crazy. Like, you can set it to what fits you and how it fits you. Um, one of the cool things, because it's not AR and it is in fact VR, and it's and it and it's using cameras to show you what's happening in the world around you, right. you can also twist the dial and turn that completely out, and set yourself up in a virtual space. Right. Which is also really cool. So you could tune out the AR port. Co correct. So you can be fully immersed in a in a movie theater. Mm. Right. Um, the the demo that showed like soccer, they they had a um, the Apple spatial camera, they had the Apple spatial camera on top. It looked like it was on top of um, the goal, the goalie net thing at a soccer game. Right. Right. And so as you, so you could follow the ball and your, your view would follow, would follow the ball all the way to, you know, rebounding off of, it was a missed kick on a missed, missed goal attempt. Right. NBA has got some things. Golf, um, golf gives you not only, um, the 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 single screen that you would watch but you can have like nine screens and then you can actually see the course and where everybody is on the course and statistics about what's going on mm -hmm. there's a formula one demo that shows all the cars in position on the track and kind of kind of you know what's going on in the cars um again i think the potential for you're producing your own sports event at that point kind of yeah right um yeah. And, and i think that i think the the potential for immersion is really high but again it's an ecosystem that requires others to, to to hop in on it. Now, why I think that's so important is is specifically because Apple got involved. Apple's not an an, uh, an invention company; they never have been. They didn't invent the MP3 player. They didn't invent the mouse. They didn't invent the GUI. They've not. I, I can't think of anything that they actually invented where they were truly first to market. P possibly the Newton. <laughs> wow! The very first PDA. Yeah, abject failure. Right, and there were other there were other PDAs. In fairness, they didn't connect to your computer, as far as I know. Newton may have been the first to give you that connection with the computer. Right, right. and he appeared on the movie with Steven Seagal. Did they have a Newton in a movie with Steven Seagal? Yeah, he was actually uploading something. Now that you mention it, I'm like, remember, because uh, I'm like, I want one of those things, and I couldn't find them. Was he I hacking into some uh, U.S. military? Yeah, he was hacking into something, and he put on a train, <laughs> and then I'm like, what the frick is that? I'm like, I need one. I'm like, So I had a Newton. Um, I worked at a, at a computer store right outside the front gate of a, of a military intelligence base for the U.S. Army. Yeah, and the guy was a—he owned a Radio Shack and a computer store, and he so he took trades. It's the weirdest, weirdest thing ever. So an early e-cycle e program is what it was, um, and somebody traded in a Newton, so I got a Newton, uh, <laughs> and that was the coolest brick that I've ever carried. Honestly, it, it, if you took a a red clay brick and just sliced it in half so it was half as thick, it was just as useful as the Newton. Did you immediately use it to hack into the military installation beside you? Uh, I I would <laughs> never consider anything like that. Um, and no, no. The, the the biggest problem with the Newton was um, you didn't have enough battery life to get through a login screen. <laughs> Plug it in. Right, right. So so that kind of tethering didn't really make sense. But 
But my my point being, right, what Apple has done a, a, an amazing job of is recognizing when invention can become innovation. Right. When invention is market ready and, and time ready and place ready and can spur the next innovation in computing, Apple is really good about adopting it. Right. And so whether you like Apple or not, it's worth paying attention because they are a trendsetter with for technology. Right. Right. Um, and so I think it's really valuable to see them producing a VR headset because I think just like I watch it, there's a ton of companies that watch it and go, well, if Apple's doing this, it's real. If Apple's doing it, it's something we should pay attention to. If Apple's doing it, we should invest and we should think about it. And so I don't think, I'm not recommending anyone go buy the Vision Pro today. Look, if you've got $3,500 you want to waste and you're a diehard NBA fan, it might be worth it. If you're a diehard golf fan, it may be worth it. If you just really, like, if you're a single guy or a girl with with a bunch of disposable income and you you just really want a really good movie experience at home, again, the 3D immersion is the best I've ever seen, but it's $3,500 to do that, <laughs> right? U.S. Canada is like US. eight grand. Yeah, Canada, it's just it's it's insane. It's a third the house of the cost of a house. Um, <laughs> so I really, you know, but 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 that doesn't mean I wouldn't be paying attention. And in as much so, so hype cycle, where is it? Is it where we at the peak here of inflated expectations, or are we even um, before that? No, I think. I mean, I think we're three weeks away from the peak. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you're in the midst of the marketing machine right now. Right. Right. Um, but uh, all app developers that have developed an app for the iPad, those okay. apps by default work on the Apple Vision. Oh, really? Which means if it doesn't show up, they had to specifically go into the application and turn that feature off. Right. Right. So it's opt in by default. You have to manually opt out. Right. So YouTube has opted out. Netflix has opted out. Google has opted out. None of the Google apps are available. Right. There's a bunch of companies that have, yes, that have opted out. I would really very much, we're a Google shop. I'd really like to, to work on my Google Docs within, within the Vision Pro. I cannot. But can you just then probably use a browser and use them? I can use a browser and do it. And I can also do it from, from the connection to my MacBook Pro. Yeah. Right. But not natively. Correct. Not natively. And I always find that strange because if I can do it through the browser and I can get the experience, effectively what I'm doing every minute is going, Google, why did you give me such a poor experience right. when a better experience was available? Yeah, right. You're virtualizing everything. Right. So I don't see the value. Um, I, I, it's also weird. Uh, Amazon Music is there. Amazon Video is there. The Kindle is not. Interesting. And I really want the Kindle. Hmm. So I you, need up, to use, you need to use the cloud version of it. I, I don't know if there is a cloud version of it. Yeah. I, I haven't checked, but but I, I just used Apple Books application, right? But you don't have the same access to the same library. That is correct. Yeah. Right. Now you have to source your books from multiple locations. Correct. Correct. So I don't like. let's look at the consumer to enterprise spectrum. So we... You know, you mentioned both LLMs and ARVR. It feels like LLMs are broader spectrum as compared to ARVR. Would that be true in your eyes or no? Um, in other words, there's more there's more applicability across that spectrum for LLMs oh, than there is for ARVR. So, so if you yeah. are a business, LLMs apply to you almost regardless. Like let's say 90% of businesses LLMs apply to. 
Sure. I would argue it's actually a hundred percent, but we'll keep it at ninety percent just because there's if you're just crafting an email, then yeah, it's a hundred percent. Well, well, but that's the thing, right? Even if you like you're a construction company and most of what you do is 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 completely real world, you still right. have to be aware of building codes. That right. can be hard to find. LLMs can help. Right. right. So I think the applicability for LLMs is is likely to be a hundred percent for anyone that uses a computer in any facet in any function at all. Very wide. Um, correct. I agree. VR slash AR, right? Um, star R, right? Um, <laughs> I think has applicability to 70%, hmm. right? Um, but but I also think we're, we are still er much earlier in the hype cycle than we are with LLMs. And so we really haven't pursued what does this look like like if you were a business and, and somebody went and plopped one down on the desk and said, we're building for this tomorrow, all I know is I have the device, you tell me what we should do with it. I think the applicability could be wider, but I just can't see it quite yet, right? Um, I look forward to the day when I can tour a house on Zillow in full immersion through my, my Apple VR. Right. So you mentioned something interesting. I think about two weeks ago, there was a researcher from Disney. I don't know if you saw that they have a floor that they were talking yeah. about. Were you not on the text? Oh, no, I took yeah. it to the Disney text chain. I sent it to Paul. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's we have a Disney text chain. We, we start from different world. <laughs> that's his 106th patent. The gentleman that, yeah. that, that invented it says 106th patent. And, and it's the invention that got him into the in Inventors Hall of Fame, I think it is. Yeah. The, yeah. The Disney Inventions Hall of Fame. Yeah. No, no, no. No, it's the oh, you're right. It's just regular. Inventors. He's only the second yeah. Disney person to be invited to the Inventors Hall of Fame. That's right. Walt being the first. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was I really remembered, except for Walt being the only other one. Yeah. You know? That looked like the like the play, like the real player one thing that you walk. I so, mean, if you give me that and AR, I've got the holodeck, sir. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. And and I, I I want the holodeck very very much. I want the holodeck. You're missing the interaction with another physical entity. True. LLMs. See, there we go. <laughs> well, right. we need the suit now. Sure. Well, you, yeah. well, if you're fighting the Borg, you need somebody to fight back, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, it's interesting. They do the demo for the for the Vision Pro. They make you like if you go to the Apple Store, they've got all these uh, stools that you can sit on. But if you do the yeah. demo, you have to sit in a stool with a back, because um, there's there's a couple of the demos that they do that have you that that are so close to you that you jerk, and, and they had I guess they had people fall on the floor when they were testing, so oh, they sit in the, sit in something in the back. Um, nice, but it, it I do think like um, picture doing a virtual meeting where everyone is wearing the Vision Pros and you are manipulating a an object in 3D that you are designing. Right, taking it apart and putting it back together. Um, there's another tech demo that is um, anatomy that allows medical students to go all the way through the body and back and practice various medical procedures. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, we're still very early, but I think the I think the potential is greater than 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 we can see at this very moment. The Hololens had something like that the one from microsoft that they were doing something like that it did but the difference was ar versus vr right um ar versus vr means um i'm always placing something over a clear lens versus i control the experience completely 
right? So like AR is really good for um, augmented repair. And I really look forward to that. The In the past, the pass-through hasn't been good enough to combine the two, which is why AR existed. Now the pass-through is fast enough. Again, if I can play catch with it, that means I can, uh, the, the, the lady that I said did her, I think it was the lady that did the really said did the really good review. I think she's all, she also cooked with it on like chopped vegetables wearing the AR headset or the, the sorry the VR headset. Like if it's good enough that you can do that, yeah. If it's good enough that you can do that, I think you can also do automotive repair. I think you can do that that kind of overlay that you're looking for to do augmented repair. Right. It's going to show you the part and the thing you have to unscrew right. and screw. And and the advantage to it being having all the consumer applicability means I don't have to supply the headset and, right? The goal is to get the headset as a device that's as common as an iPad so that you're supplying the application and not the application and the headset, right? HoloLens, there's not really consumer applicability for it, which means if I'm going to use it, I got to supply the the HoloLens and the application. If it gets so I buy there are several enterprise applications, but vast majority of my time, if not, with both of yours is in a meet or in person in a room arguing about something. Um, for sure, but it's in a meet. <laughs> like, something non-digital. Let's be honest. Most of the time it's in a meet now. Yeah. Right. So does the meet matter if it's on a screen in front of you or in your headset? I think it would be odd if some were in a headset and some were not. Um, no? I, I think Don't you want to see? I'm I'm in, oh, you want to see? I think I'm interacting with you differently now than I was when we first started. Well, well sure, but that's because you saw the goggles, right? Right. Um, the way the way this works is that you create a it creates a digital avatar, and that digital avatar works anytime something requests the front facing camera. That digital persona shows up instead of you know there's no front facing camera, right? right? Um, and, and it and today right now it looks like if you told AR to make you yeah. as an avatar, it doesn't look. <laughs> It's the best thing I've seen, but it doesn't look perfect like you. What's funny is, right. um, again, one of the video reviews that I saw, she complained about how how bad it looked. I was like, oh, my God, you look just like the Mona Lisa talking. <laughs> right. It just happened to work out. And then the way it does the AI smoothing, it just looked exactly like the Mona Lisa to me, right? right. which I thought was cool. Still not great, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was neat, right? Um, right. It, again, we're, we're still pre-peak of the hype cycle. Right. I'm not saying use it. I'm not saying buy it. Um, for everyone that does, good on you, right? Because it's 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 the early adopters that keep this stuff functioning, that keep this stuff growing and evolving rather than just dying. Um, right. So, you know, if you can and you're interested, great. But I'm not I'm not certainly not recommending it. Right. Um, you're not suggesting CIO should throw it right in their budgets for no, the first time. No, and there's no and there's absolutely no reason there's no applicability for that today. Yeah. I promise the second the second there's a killer app that matters to IT, I will tell everyone. Once it goes beyond kitchen timers, right. we can right. <laughs> beyond yeah. kitchen timers and private movie theaters, right? Right. Um, then then happily. Um again though, right? If you're a frequent flyer and you need privacy, um, I could see that having some applicable value. But again, it's a thirty five hundred dollar device and you look like a dork wearing it. <laughs> Right. The best quote I said was I saw was um, for those flying, make sure to put it on the second you get in your seat. If not, wear it while you're walking down the the jet bridge, 
because it is guaranteed right. as soon as you sit down, as soon as anyone else sees that, you're going to get the roadie yourself. Right. <laughs> so Southwest, this is perfect right. for it. Right, right. If you fly Southwest, <laughs> this and a kilt, they're tied for first. <laughs> you wear a kilt, everybody would be like, um, sir, excuse me. They, they Literally, they'd go, they'd see my face, you know, because you could see see your head over the, the seats. And they, as they're walking up, they're like, sir, is those are those seats? And then they would just turn 90 degrees to the, to the opposite side. Sir, is that seat available? <laughs> like, oh my God, dude in a skirt. I'm not sitting next to a dude in a skirt. It's genius. It's genius. It's genius. Right? You've cracked the code. It's great. Yes. I don't fly Southwest anymore, really. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't get to use that often, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's some social aspects to it right now that are, that, that are potentially problematic, but, but, you know, that privacy feature is a really good feature when you need it. I, I can't tell you the number of times I've glanced to the person next to me and they're working on something on their laptop that they should never, ever, ever be doing in public That's for right. any reason. <laughs> That's a, you did amazing last quarter. Yeah, those right, 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 right. <laughs> Right. Those are your top 10 customers? Interesting. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, that's your that's your total customer strategy? Oh, this is your patent application? <laughs> Not submitted yet. Perfect. Right. Perfect. right. I mean, just crazy stuff. And if I stuck a camera in between the seats and just hit record, uh, I'd have everything that was on your screen. Right. Right. Like like that, that sort of stuff is insane to me. Um, again, I don't think I can quite advocate for it yet. But I can see. I'm kind of looking forward to this year's Gartner conference with you. Just to... that'll be funny. <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to this year's Gartner conference as well. <laughs> Just FYI, I have a spare battery. Just let you know, oh. not for any reason in particular. <laughs> <laughs> um, what All right, Carlos. The, was a lot of the last thing I'll leave you with is the iPhone 15 has spatial recording, and it kind of was worthless because. Who the hell cares about spatial recording when you're watching it on a screen four inches four inches big, right? Or seven right. feet from your face. A guy record used it and recorded his wife giving birth the end of, at the end of last year, so two months ago, um, yeah. and bought the Vision Pro, put that video, uh, you know, on the Vision Pro for his wife to watch, and his wife got to experience his view of oh, the kind of birth when she she was medic it wasn't it wasn't about the the view that nobody wants to see which by the way i don't recommend anybody right. doing i did that i can't get the vision out of my head but it, but it really was about the having that experience of their baby while she was still medicated ah, right she's right. still partially anesthetized so she doesn't have clear crisp memories of the birth and the right. birthing room outside of kind of the pain and the anesthesia now she gets to experience that in a way that she never did before right think right. about that from the perspective of someone deployed in the military missing their children's birthday parties and being able to have a 3d experience for that is it perfect no right i've got friends in iceland right now that i have taking panoramic pictures as much as they can because it gets me closer to that experience that i can't have i do think that there's some really neat things that are going to come from this and again that is brand new that is only available within the apple ecosystem so what you're saying is i could give to my colleague um, a camera so they could record an all day go to market meeting and then I can watch it in 3d in my house over the weekend. Sure. I mean, think, think about, I, I wouldn't, I but that's but think about what conferences could be. Think about what, like there's things, right. Um, I, I, I'm going to try to bring it to Disneyland when we go, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens.
I wonder if they're going to have a policy on I that. Guaranteed they're going to have a policy on that. Yeah. They're going to have a policy on that. There's no I got to think that they're going to have an issue right. with safety in some way. Yeah. All right, Carlos. Well, now we're done. That was a lot. Now I got a better understanding of how to spend my $3,600 if I'm going to buy <laughs> Vision Pro or if I am going to wait for something else. But I think the interesting detail for all our audience is things are changing. If you can pay attention to them, test them, see what can you apply into your enterprise, to your apps. Like Howard mentioned, now they need apps. That's the same thing that happened with the iPhone. That's why when the original came out, there was barely anything. And then apps start coming out. It became a great ecosystem. So make sure that you pay attention to all that because then you can be the innovator for your company. So my friends, we'll see you on our next episode.